0: Nico, now is Awee, runs past and ends up running into this portly man carrying snacks. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> episode 132. I'm your host Brian. Here with the other host, hey I
1: can't tell if we've started the show or if I'm having a stroke. <laughs> I, I need you to tell me which one it is. I need to know if I need to keep talking or to call an ambulance.
0: <laughs> we we started. We're in it.
1: Okay. Say, hi, cool. say hi to the fans.
0: Hey. hey everybody. <laughs> I hate uh, my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're back with the episode we always promised, which is the story of Nico. Uh, but first, housekeeping. Uh, you can listen to us everywhere, and we mean that. Listen, we were just talking about this. <laughs> we were. We weren't just talking about this. There's a person who listens to us on Audible.
1: <laughs> which is, I forgot Audible existed. But
0: thank you to that one person that listens to us on Audible (laughs) and left us a five star, which you should do as well. If you're on any other platform and you're not that Audible listener, you have no excuse. (laughs) If they can do it on Audible, you can do it on your preferred listening source. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Visit us to podcastcore.com for all of our info. Unfortunately, the Audible link is not on our on our website <laughs> email us at com. follow us on all the platforms including audible and leave a like and comment because we like to hear from you guys and we like to see we like to see that you like the show um we we have a lot of fun making this and
1: that's the biggest reason we make it uh, yeah. but you know i will say that like having people fe- give us feedback and that you like it is all the more reason to do it like yeah. we we love hearing from you guys so you know just let us know you're enjoying it let us know what you want to listen to because we we love talking about it with you guys so just
0: stay in touch yeah yeah and Word of mouth is the easiest way. That's how we've gotten this far. Uh, We don't really have advertisement, but word of mouth, tell a friend to reveal their true identity by listening to the Casuals of Runeterra podcast. We're talking to you, Audible listener. (laughs) Tell us, who who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Just tell us who you are. (laughs) So we're talking about Nico's story, the monster of Keldaga Outpost. Yeah, I, 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 my mom is
1: a big fan of horror movies, mm-hmm. so I was really young the first time I watched the the original thing movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so love That's that classic. story, love that story. So I'm really glad that we get to talk about it today.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> this story we like to break into three parts, as stories are best told. And this one is essentially like a Disney adventure turns dark, and well, you'll see what we mean by that. Oh yeah, like this, uh, I I mentioned it in the bio
1: episode, uh, which if you haven't listened to that, go ahead and give it a, a listen to it, because we go a little bit more in depth as far as like how Nico interacts with the world in that, and this one's gonna just give more details about what we already talked about, so we're not gonna give like the baseline info, so it would be worth going to listen to it, uh, and that said, I... In that episode, I mentioned that Nico is kind of more of like you know the happy-go-lucky character that is uh, kind of added in, uh, essentially to brighten the mood because a lot of this. I mean, we've talked about so many ruinations on this show that the, it's a like if we don't have something to brighten it up, it just kind of gets depressing. And Nico is our antidepressant, um, and. <laughs> That's a good uh, and I bring it up that that way because uh, this story, if you don't, if we weren't looking at the story through Nico's eyes, it could be kind of depressing.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we start off with Nico just thinking humans are quirky. Specifically, why do they wear socks? And she didn't think they were <laughs> strange, particularly, particularly uh, until this experience at the outpost at Kildaga, and this compound is a compound carved into the cliffs in the jungles on the outskirts of Shirima, made by Noxians. So obviously, you know, Noxus with a random military outpost in another country. Uh, How imperial of them. I'm shocked. 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 Well, not that shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Futurama. (laughs) So yeah. Nico's wandering, you know, okay, I see this random outpost out here. Let me see if they're friendly. Highly doubt it based on our other episodes. But do they like cheese bread? That's possible. They're not nice though. I guarantee that. And so one night she says, "Fuck it, I'll go find out myself." Yep. Uh, and this this kind of reinforces
1: what I was talking about is that she is you know kind of there to lighten the mood a little bit because you know the story starting off with oh like I don't know why they wear socks. That's weird, but maybe they like cheese bread. Let's go check let's go check them out and see. And honestly, I would probably I too would probably be able to break the ice with complete strangers over the promise of cheese bread. Um yeah, I'm looking at you, uh red lobster. Like sponsor <laughs> us and give us some cheese bread.
0: That would be a wild sponsor in 2023. <laughs> so she immediately encounters a guard because it's an outpost and begins to use her shape-shifting powers. And this is the first time we get like an in-depth explanation. I promised you uh in the last episode at the end that we would talk about the color aspect of how she senses uh, and uses her Shoma. So I'll read from this quote here, quote, uh, she reached out with her own Shoma, feeling for the outer boundaries of the guards' aura, which extended far beyond her body. When her spirit met the guards, a name floated to the surface of Nico's mind, Awi. From across the desert, a flavor color came next, burnt orange, bitterness. Over her lost home, still graced by Awee's mind and the blue salt resentment, blue salt, <laughs> the blue salt resentment about her station, colon, the backwater nowhere outpost with no strategic value. Stop real real quick, because when you want to talk about military bases with no strategic value, the U.S. OK, I'll stop there. All right. So <laughs> we'll continue with the quote, but try telling the comm commander that. This Awee had dark skin and beautiful oval eyes. She was strong, but few few took her seriously since she was a mud heel. I'm going to stop there again. I don't know if that's a slur. Can't be held responsible because I don't live in Runeterra. <laughs> but here it tells us this means a simple soldier. No.
1: Uh, I mean, as far as, like, with it being a simple soldier, I imagine that, you know, it's kind of like Greenhorn, you know? Like, yeah. It's not really a slur, but, like, you don't want people outside of the group calling you that, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I
0: just described a slur. <laughs> I sure did. I sure did. And then the last sentence says, fascinated, Nico shed her natural chameleon-like appearance for Awee's shape. And that's where the quote ends. So we get a couple things here. Obviously, the process she goes through seems extensive. I doubt this is something that she experiences this strongly. It's more of an instinct at this point. But for descriptive purposes, uh, in the real world, there are people who have like synesthesia. Right, which means they can sense and feel colors differently from how we experience colors by just seeing them. Right, and this has a sense has a uh, hint of that in it.
1: Yeah, and I I do like the as far as like t- kind of like taking like the imagination. Like, letting your imagination run wild with synthesis. uh, I can't say that word. So I'll let... You could just dub over me whenever i try to say it. But uh, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, taking like that, a real world concept and kind of fantasizing it. I I really like that kind of storytelling because it really, it gives you more tools to understand where the writer's coming from better. Um, And I really enjoy like the descriptive bits of it as far as like how she tastes it more than anything else like it's sitting on her palate instead of just being an ethereal thing that you have to use your imagination for right yeah um so i i think this is a brilliant bit of storytelling and character design for what is essentially kind of more of a comic relief character like i think that's great like it just shows the talent that the writers at riot have
0: Yeah, so after this interaction, um, changing into AoE actually stuns Awee a bit, like the real one. And Nico, now as Awe, runs past and ends up running into this portly man carrying snacks. (coughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do it live. We'll do it live. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, water went down the wrong hole.
1: <laughs> Did, your gills stopped working? Like, yep, yep. I, I get it. We're talking about Nico, but that does not mean we can shapeshift suddenly. <laughs> we are still bound by the laws
0: of physics, Ryan. I said snack and then sounded like I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> so he yells at what he thinks is a hey, get back to your post. But Nico says, no, there's an intruder. And she's kind of improvising at this point, but she also doesn't know much about Aoi outside of the little bit that we were given. And the man says, okay, then go sound the alarm. And she's like, I don't know where that is. And he's like, okay, fuck it. I'll do it. And you go take a, you know, you go meet the, uh, what is it, the medic or whatever to see, cause there's something wrong with you. Um, so Nico's like, cool. I get a free pass. He gets to go do that. Since she doesn't know where it is. And as he walks away, she changes her shape again into him. And she finds out his name after she changes into him. (laughs) His name is Yubbers.
1: (laughs) I want to get a monogrammed, like a monogram matching pajama set that just says Yubbers on it. That is what a what a ridiculous name. But even I mean this, she thinks it's ridiculous. Yeah. And she's Nico. <laughs> like, like even Nico finds it funny. Like it's <laughs> hysterical. But I I mean, I, I do like how she improvises it because she again, she doesn't like obviously she doesn't know where the alarm is because mm-hmm. she's not one of the soldiers. But it also kind of plays into what we were given in the bio in her bio, where she still doesn't fully understand human communication yet like the concept of speech is kind of beyond her so she's hearing the words she can hear the words like in the sense of like how a native speaker would hear them like Mm -hmm. but then like she doesn't know what any of those words mean it's kind of like um if you don't listen to heavy metal music and then you go listen to it it, they're, it's the English language, but if you don't listen to it consistently, you're not going to make out a single word of
0: Damn, it. Damn, that's actually a really good comparison. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so Nico's heading deeper into the compound, and as she does, she sees out of a window the real yubbers yelling at the real <laughs> Awe. Oh no, <laughs> things are about to go off the rail. So then she hears obviously the alarm, which is this loud bell that starts ringing and all the doors in the hallway she's in opens and a Noxian stampede happens of half-dressed soldiers as they go towards the yard and she gets swept up in it. And Awee is there, obviously doesn't know what the fuck Yubbers is yelling about, right? And then Yubbers sees Nico as Yubbers. And before anyone can realize what's going on, she disappears into the fog and chooses another persona. And this takes us into part two.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I like this was just so like the build up into this is already just so funny because like you have Awe that like lets Nico get past just because of how dazed and disoriented she becomes yeah. when Nico like probes her with her Shoma um, and then Nico laughing about yubbers and something that you didn't really touch on is before she gets swept up by the stampeding soldiers, she like does the sh- uses her showmo to get more info about Yubbers and yep. Yubbers had just left the larder? So then she's like, Yo, they may have cheese bread. Oh, yep. like, <laughs> like she, she was trying to get to the larder, she was just going for a snack at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, like, her attempt to get a snack has now turned, in, turned us into a scenario where now they know there's an imposter amongst them.
0: Yep. <laughs> And in part two, we start off with her shifting into the new person now, Seda. And this is a vicious soldier. But before Nico can even do anything with this persona, Seda notices and attacks her without even thinking twice. And the two tussle until only one remains. And Yubbers had this Seda placed in chains because he's not sure if it's the real Seda. And then Seda in chains mentions, well, you know, there was two yubbers. And he's like, shit. So he's placed in chains. And then this is followed by (laughs) Awee, who's the original person who was changed originally. (laughs) She's placed in chains. And this continues in this commotion until people start to begin and wonder, is the commander the one who brought this monster into the camp? And- We had a little bit of backstory here about just the overall reason this outpost exists. And it's more of a, you know, less fun, more of a real thing where the commander had a bad mission, essentially got demoted. This outpost was created. This outpost, like Awe said in her mind, has no purpose. So they're pretty much just kind of shut it off, right? And no one's happy to be here. And this is where things start to turn dark.
1: Yeah, and luckily, like, when we get that detail of the commander, it does kind of help us understand the scene a little bit better, too, because this, uh, like, these are basically the rejects, right? Like, I mean, because if the commander was put into this outpost because of a failed mission and this is his demotion, you're not going to give a guy that you're putting into a an area for the sole reason of b- punishment, you're not going to give him your best soldiers. You're going to put other people who need to be punished there. Yep. And that's, that's how we kind of get into this Benny Hill situation of chains on chains off. Because <laughs> it's all the rejects. Like they don't know any better. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So now that Nico understands, cause she's been almost everybody at this point. So she has enough information to piece things together. She's like, no one likes the commander and this results in them killing the commander first, and this is the first person to die. Then things continue to get messy, and Nico even tries, because remember, Nico's kind-hearted, that's not what she wanted to happen, but she also doesn't know what a Noxian is, or a Noxian soldier, so the resulting of someone dying is like, oh shit, these humans are on a different, different wavelength. So she tries to calm people down in the shape of somebody named Tomsy, but she's speaking as if she's Nico. So she's bringing up cheesy bread and fun times and all this stuff, yep. and everyone's like, that's not Tomsy. So they start stabbing. <laughs> um,
1: you know, if I if I may be so bold, I yeah. would like to just go ahead and read yep. uh, directly what Nico says. So, uh, you know, it's, all these accusations are going around. The word traitor is getting thrown at everybody. Mm-hmm. And then Tomsy says, What if it is no monster? It is someone who is nice, lost, and a little scared, but just wants to make friends and eat cheese bread (laughs) and be happy?
0: Yes? And as the meme says, and then I started blasting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Boy, did they start blasting.
0: (laughs) So this takes us to part three to wrap this up. And it's now dawn, because remember, this all started at night, and only four soldiers remain. And they looked at all the commotion. They looked at the commander's body in a pool of blood. And they're in shame, right? They're like, we fucking suck. There's a reason we're here. And Nico's watching this now safely in the water. She got her destination, plus one for Nico. And they knew they would, have, they would be punished for their crimes based on Noxian law at this point. And Yubbers comes up with a plan. Uh, and
1: as listeners who have watched the movie, the thing, um, you're probably now understanding why I brought this up of just like, yeah, yeah, like there's, there is a monster in here and it's trying to kill us. And then like, we just all kill each other instead (laughs) and don't get the monster. But, uh, like for yubbers, I mean, like I, yubbers has like a decent plan here. And that plan is like, look, um, it's like, you go North. You go east, you go west, I'll go south. Because the only options that are left for us are exile or death. And we go in that direction as far as we can. And hopefully we never see each other again. Because if we see each other again, it's a duel to the death. Because one of the four of us is the monster. And logically, it kind of makes sense because, you, you know, you killed everybody. You never saw Nico, and you haven't checked the larder where she's just chilling, eating cheese (laughs) breads, watching you guys come
0: up with this plan. Yeah, and then sending the messenger bat to Noxus to let them know, hey, we're being attacked. We're gonna stand and fight, right? So you go out like heroes for an outpost that doesn't matter. Noxus is not gonna spend the resources to check it out. So you're good, it's actually a solid plan. It sounds crazy after everything that's happened, but it it, it will work. Um, And then an hour later, they leave. And Nico's still watching, and she thinks to herself, humans were indeed strange creatures. (laughs) (laughs) So we come back full circle. (laughs) Oh my
1: goodness. What a man i i loved i i really do love this story yes, because it is great. such a silly twist on a story that you know is kind of near and dear to me so it's and i always loved kind of more of the goofier aspects yeah. and what is goofier than you know <laughs> the thing looking at everyone going cheese bread <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> with that As always, (laughs) thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon with the next episode.
1: Uh, Add some cheese to your favorite breads and take care, everybody.